and Juan. What's up, my man? Uh, not too much, Tokazani. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good, good. All and, right. Uh, today, what are we talking about? Toys. Oh. Toy inventors in particular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week, I read uh, an article of... Um, Oh, in the in the New York Times, the mm. article was about uh, Ruben Clemon. You probably heard of the name. Eh? Yes, yes. Well, you also sent it to me, I think. Yes, yes. <laughs> so he died. Um, he was age ninety So he was yeah. almost a hundred. Almost. Yeah, he was born in uh, eighteen June nineteen twenty two in Ohio, United, mm. United States. Now Ruben Clemon. Is famous for redesigning the Game of Life board game. Yeah. But he had other uh, inventions that uh, will probably uh, shock you and excite you. But uh, let's talk about the Game of Life. Uh, have you played the game before? Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yes. We actually we had a copy when I was young. We would yeah. play that game. It was enjoyable. Nice. Um you know, obviously, you're always trying to beat the other people. <laughs> yeah. Although, uh, in that same article, when I was reading farther along, the things I thought was interesting was the fact that they ended up redesigning the in Game of Life. Yes. In fact, uh, the Game of Life was originally created by Milton Bradley. Yeah. A uh, hundred years before the redesigned, uh, which was 1816. Mm. So the, re the redesign happened in 1916. And uh, Ruben Kramer is the one who actually made the game popular. Yes, yes. So, yeah. then we need to go back to the question, okay. Yes. We know we're talking about board games again. Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about him being an inventor of toys. <laughs> yeah, we're actually talking about, <laughs> we're actually talking about uh, toy inventors. Yeah. There's, uh, there are a few interesting names on the list. So we are starting with him because uh, he's the one who sparked this. Uh, oh, that's true. That's uh, debate, true. you know. So unfortunately, fortunately, uh, he's famous for a board game. Yes, yes. But uh, he also launched something. I wouldn't say created, but he launched something very interesting. Before we get to that, though. Okay. Uh, he also created the Pink Panther traveling choker. Yes. Pink Panther, yep. Yeah. He was very popular at the time, yep. Yes. And uh, we spoke briefly about the game of life. Mm. Now, it was first invented in 19... No, in 1860. Yes. By Milton Bradley. <clears throat> and uh, he co-designed the game in 1960, 100 years later. Yeah, redesigning it and yeah, getting it already. Yeah. Interestingly, though, the game was inducted into the National uh, Toy Hall of Fame. Yes. So it's amongst the, the greatest games ever created. Well, the games, toys, they're pretty similar. Pretty similar, yeah. <laughs> now, the game, the purpose of the game was to teach children about the value of morals. Yes, yes, because that's originally the, the original basis. Yes. It had the... The punishment for doing wrong things and then the uh, the upliftment for doing good things. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually one of the highest selling board games. It, yeah. It, oh, it I comes it. just after Monopoly. Yeah. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Mm. And when it was created, 
uh, after after the 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 relaunch in 1960 yeah. remember it was initially created to teach morals yes. the value of morals and then later on it changed uh, around 1992 now the focus of the game moved from morals to materialism yes well and and if you think about it when he did that yeah because you got you got uh, money for doing good things. I think yeah. some of the the things they had in there was like, uh, you know, you did uh, some type of uh, ecological, you know, cleanup or whatnot. And so then yeah. you get so much, 100,000 money, what, what, what. Yes, yes. Yeah. So now the, the game uh, moved from morals to how much wealth you can uh, accumulate. So it kind of lost its morals there. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say it lost its morals per se, but uh, I think it, it changed, shifted the focus. Yes. Now, interestingly though, the game didn't have a dice. It had a spinning wheel. Yes. Yeah. And you know, for most uh board games, they come with the dice. Yes, they do. Yeah. And the reason why it didn't come with the dice, can can you guess the reason why it didn't come with the dice? Small kids. No. Oh. The original creator of the game, Milton, mm. associated the dice with gambling. Ah, okay, that makes so sense. So that's why he didn't include the dice. Makes Instead, sense. Instead, he added a spinning wheel. Yeah. Very interesting, eh? It is. It yeah. is. And another interesting fact about the game, it was turned into a TV show in uh, 2011. Okay. Yeah. I guess I never saw that one. Yeah. Interesting. I never <laughs> saw it either. <laughs> but when I was uh, digging up uh, the information about this game, hmm. yeah, I was uh, quite uh, puzzled and uh, uh, surprised. It was a pleasant surprise, though. It okay. shows it shows how a game could be created, and it can take a life of its own. Yeah, you know? and influence a lot of different things. Yeah, uh, there's a lot that we'll talk about about the the t- the, the 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 toy inventors yeah. and how their creations, you know, shifted culture. Okay. Yeah. Now, the second thing that he launched, I wouldn't say he invented it because it's been around for the longest time ever. He relaunched. Are you ready for this? Sure. The hula hoop. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, yes. The hula hoop. I remember that because it was around... What was that? Was that Whammo that did that? Whammo, um, yes. That originally the, did it. And yeah. then he took it and they did a no, new po- uh, no, plastic. The, the Whammo uh, actually took it from him. Oh, Whammo took it from him. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he he actually invented uh, the plastic hula hoop because it was... The hula hoop is, a, is an Australian uh, native game. Oh, really? That dates back 500 BC. Wow. Yeah, so they used the bamboo though. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. To, 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 to play. Now, he took that original design of the bamboo and, and used plastic. Turned it into plastic. Yeah, okay. but I was listening to a TED Talk uh, by uh, his, his son. 
Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, his son is also into game design and uh, game invention and stuff. Cool. When he launched the hula hoop, mm. it didn't sell. Yeah. It, it it actually stayed and gathered dust for about nine years before it became popular again. Yeah. You know? And, okay, the first version was launched in 1958. 1958, okay. Yeah. Now, what made the hula hoop to blow up? was it was featured in some of the music videos. Ah, okay. Yeah. And here's another interesting fact. It's actually featured in the aerobics mini game in the Wi-Fi Fit game franchise. Really? Yeah. So oh, my gosh. You know now that uh, it, it, it means business. <laughs> I just don't see that as being a... <laughs> Interestingly, eh? yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever go on a video game to play with a hula. <laughs> see, see, see. Here, here's the thing with uh, with the uh, with the Wii. Yeah. Oh well, the Wii is awesome. The Wii is awesome because it was mainly designed for non-gamers. Yes. You know, so hence you know they include all sorts of games that you would play. You know, in your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> on the Sunday morning or Saturday morning. And they put it on a, so you play it inside. You instead. play it inside, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. How, that, that, that's <laughs> how they've actually captured the market. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they outsell uh, PlayStation. Of and course. And they outsell uh, Xbox as well. We is, we is, heck, I still don't own one, but I would. I would. Yeah. If I had the money sitting around, yes, I would buy a Wii. Yeah. Those are fun. <laughs> it's too it's, much it's, fun. It's, it's good for, for, for the family, though. It, yes. And, it's, and it can be good for uh, groups. If yeah. you get groups of people together, because they have games that go up to eight people. Yes, yes, yes. Which, uh, honestly, for a console, is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yep. And... Uh, the sec- second uh, inventor on the list, his name is Eddie Goldfarb. Goldfarb, yes, yeah. Eddie Goldfarb. Yeah, he now, was born in, uh, on the 5th of September, 1921. So currently he's just over 100 years old. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just recently he had a birthday. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, guess what he's uh, famous for? I don't know. He invented over 800 toys. Okay. Yeah, but uh, we won't go into that list. Otherwise, we'll sit here the whole day. Yeah. And uh, he's he's mainly uh, known for creating the battling tops. Battling, oh, battling tops. Yes. Okay, okay. Which he then uh, renamed the, the battling starships. Starships. Yeah. Okay, I didn't hear that one, but okay. Yeah, in fact, uh, you know, in the 1970s, there was this huge uh, Star Wars fad. Okay. So every toy inventor wanted to ride on that wave. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so then he renamed those battling tops to battling... Uh, Starship. S- spaceships. Spaceships, starships, yeah. yeah. But here, here's uh, another interesting fact. Okay. The game actually borrows from a game called... Guessing Panka. Guessing Panka. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Malay game. 
Okay. It's a native Malay game. So it's a, it's a game that they play using spinning tops. Okay. So the, the design is almost similar to that. Hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. But the funny thing is, this is also a native uh, Malay game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And um, third on the list. Okay. Uh, we have spoken about her uh, a while back. Lizzie Maggie. Yes. Elizabeth J. Maggie. Born mm-hmm. 9 May 1866. And she passed on on the 2nd of March, 1948. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she's known as the inventor of the landlord's game. Which is the predecessor to Monopoly. Yes. But we already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, She was a writer. Mm, A feminist. A feminist. uh, A stage actress. Okay. A comedian. An engineer. And she she was also a, p- a patent holder. Yes. Well, yeah. Because she patented the landlord's game. Yeah. No, before that. Before that, really? Yeah. She paid. She patented a uh, innovation that made the typewriting process a lot easier by mm. allowing paper to go through the rollers. Ah. Which okay. Which made printing more easy. Yeah. Yeah. She, interesting. She yeah. Very interesting. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, what, what, the Renaissance. Uh, so she'd be a Renaissance woman. Yeah. There exactly. we go. <laughs> yeah. She was also an activist, which which made sense mm-hmm. because at the time, you know, women didn't get a lot of recognition. Yes. And her being a feminist makes sense as well. Yeah. Well, of mm-hmm. course. And she was also uh, involved in politics. Okay. You know, yeah, in fact, she dealt a lot with uh, Abraham Lincoln. Oh. Yeah, because uh, she was born in uh, Illinois. And uh, when... Makes sense. Abraham Lincoln visited Illinois, yeah, she dealt a lot with her. Okay. You know, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's very interesting, eh? Yeah. And the reason why she invented the landlord's game or Monopoly was that to was, teach people yeah. about uh, the economy at yeah. the time. Yeah, the the model of uh, what was it, George something? I can't yeah. remember his last name. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, no, I, yeah, that's cool. And number four. All right. Uh, Marcus Person. 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 Yeah. P E R W S O N. Person. Yeah. Person. Marcus Person. Yeah. Okay. Born first June nineteen seventy nine, from Sweden. Sweden. Ah, okay. Guess what he's famous for? Take a wild guess, and you would love this. Mm, uh, mine would most likely be something absurd, so you might as well just tell us what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the guy uh, that invented the game Minecraft. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Okay, we were talking about it. Okay, yeah. yes. In All right. um, 2009. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, Minecraft actually started this sand, sandbox gaming revolution. It's one of the most popular ones out there, even today still. Yeah. 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 And uh, he's fairly young. Eh? He sold the mm-hmm. game to Microsoft for two and a half billion. Yeah. Uh, no, only two and a half billion. I mean, no, it's not, 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 that, no, 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 not that much. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I keep mean. that in my pocket, you know, just for <laughs> yeah. spare change. And he's living his best life now. Uh, eh? <laughs> 
Yeah, interesting. <laughs> and I know you're a big fan of uh, Minecraft. Yes, I am. Yeah. yeah. So what's what, what's interesting about the game? Well, obviously, as we talked about, it's it's the the sandbox, so you can yeah. create or do anything pretty much in there. Yeah. There's no uh, linear setup to yeah. it. Um, they have recently, they have added stuff like that, like a storyline and everything. And they even added to where there's an end to the game and yeah. whatnot. Uh, heck, I started playing it when, towards the beginning of the game, I started playing it. Uh, it was very enjoyable. It still is. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing is, is the custom mods that you can get for it to, to modify the game and add different things. Um, just all the different kinds of mods out there. Uh, there's a couple that I really enjoy. The RL Craft, which is real life craft. Mm-hmm. Or the other one that I've also been playing that I really enjoy is the uh, Artelos, which is uh, an RPG version of it, which is it's just enjoyable. Go around, destroy stuff, build stuff, fight many, many monsters, die horribly, come back, do it again. <laughs> you know... I'm I'm not a a big fan of uh, sandbox games. Or let me say I haven't played that many. Yeah. You know, because I find them rather, for lack of a better word, I would say weird. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I'm used to playing games that have a target. Yes. That have stages. So with sandbox game, you actually. The creator of the game, yourself. Kind of. You're just given a platform. The 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 <clears throat> Minecraft, uh, if you play the current ones nowadays, even yeah. the basic vanilla, yeah. the regular one, uh, that one does actually have an end to it, whereas most sandbox games do not. Mm-hmm. But this one actually has an end to where if you get to, I believe it's still the Ender Dragon, you have to build a fortress, everything, and then kill the Ender Dragon, and then you win the game. So there is technically an end but you never have to get to that point if you don't want to. <laughs> That's the thing. You can play the game the whole day yeah. or the whole week or the whole month, you know, moving around the same place. You can. You can. You know. So for me, that never made sense. But in a way, uh, I guess it has its own market mm-hmm. because there are so many people who are crazy about Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, kids, because it gives them that creative freedom. Environment. that They can do anything. They can do anything, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good thing because um, there is a space for such games. Yes. Because some people don't want to play games to finish them. They want to play games to explore them. Yeah. And this, this does exactly that. This one does. And yeah. the fact that really the world is... Of Minecraft is yeah. infinite. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, let's go to number five. Okay. Number five is a guy by the name of Rain. Rain Gaia. Rain or Ryan? Rain. R-E-Y-N. Gaia. Interesting. That's name. still Ryan. Is it Ryan? I believe it's pronounced Ryan. Okay, Ryan Gaia. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> Very uh, weird. Because I think I have a friend that's got that exact same spelling. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, this guy <clears throat> was born in 1935 uh, in Minnesota. Okay. And he's famous for 
inventing, guess what? A twister in 1967. And he also invented the Nerf ball. Yes, which is huge. Now, we've, we, we've spoken about twister yes. a while back. You know, we won't yeah. go much into details about that now. But the Nerf ball. Nerf ball. And then, that's fascinating. And then, you know, have, obviously. Have you, played, have you played with it? With the Nerf ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the basic Nerf ball. But you, you have to think, when this came out and everything, and then they started adding on to it, yeah. you know, more particularly nowadays, most people know the Nerf guns and everything. Yes. But originally it was all about the balls because yeah. they were soft, squishy. Yeah. You could throw them anywhere. It didn't matter. They yeah. wouldn't break something. Yeah. Because originally most balls would break something. <laughs> you see, you see, when you look at inventions like the Nerf ball, you realize that some of the biggest toys mm. are not necessarily a new invention, but an improvement on an old invention or a reinvention. Yeah, or a reinvention that aims to cater for the outside crowd. Exactly. If I can put it like that. Yeah. Because the Nerf ball, there was really nothing new to it except that it's squishy and you can play with it indoors. Yep. Remember when we were growing up, they would <laughs> buy you a ball. And you played outside. You had to play outside. And the problem was, yeah. was when you were playing outside, yeah. if you accidentally kicked it towards the house yeah. and hit a window yeah, and broke a trouble. window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll break your neck. <laughs> You were running away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you thought you were exactly. going to die. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, he took the ball and saw that there was a market for kids who like to play indoors. Yeah. Now, it's, it's, it's quite a brilliant invention if you think about it. It is. It is. Because you don't have to leave the house, but you get the same kind of fun. You can. As if you're playing outside. And you don't have to worry about breaking things. It's true. Which was the primary concern with the normal ball. Yep. Because you'd end up breaking a whole lot of stuff in the house and get into deeper trouble. Yep. Yeah. So I like this idea of, of the Nerf ball. Now, uh, what's more interesting about uh, Ryan is that he struggled with dys- dyslexia. Oh, really? When he was growing up, yeah. Oh, Okay. As a result, he co-founded the Windsor Learning in 1991, okay. which then aims to help children with learning disabilities. Yeah, you know, through play. Yeah, and and and, and games. That's cool. Very mm. interesting, eh? Yeah. So I had to make sure I include them on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, moving on to number six, mm. we have Bob. Bernstein. Bernstein, yeah. Yeah. And he was born in 1939. Okay. Now, Bob or Robert mm. was not actually a toy guy per se, you know. But okay. the reason why he's part of the list is that he's the guy who actually created the Happy Meal. Oh, the Happy Meal toys. Packaging, yeah. Ah, okay. Very so, cool. Yeah, in 1977. So he came up with that idea. And 
the Happy Meal, you know, packaging with the toys and the food actually changed the whole oh, yeah. of things. Oh, yeah. You know, kids go to McDonald's because they want the toy. They want the Happy Meal. They want the, the toy. They the want the Happy Meal, you know. They went crazy for that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's the guy who actually came up with that idea in 1977. Makes sense. I'm sure he was, became very, very wealthy. <laughs> yeah. He, I think he could have if he wasn't working for McDonald's. McDonald's ah. yeah. But he was working for McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. He probably just got his paycheck and a exactly. pat on the back. And, yeah, exactly. Good job. Good job. Exactly. And the cold now, watch. Now, now, now go make us a new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, the, the precursor to the Happy Meal was the Happy Cup. Happy Cup. Yeah. In 1969. So they saw the success of that mm. and thought, you know what? Let's create something that might attract the, the kiddies market. Yep. And he came up with the idea of a Happy Meal. And they only tested this idea at four stores. Oh, I'm sure it still went crazy, though. Yeah, it went crazy. And that's how they managed to launch it uh, to the whole world. Oh, yeah, sure. Because they, they, only, they only tested the idea at, at four stores and saw that, wow, uh, there is money here. You oh, know, yeah, huge let's, market. Yeah, let's, let's um, take it to the whole world. Oh, and I'm sure because you think about it, <clears throat> you tell a kid, okay, here we got this Happy Meal, mm-hmm. you get this food, and then you get this little toy. Yeah. Oh, kids probably just went crazy. And so every time crazy. every time the parents were like, we're going to go eat out. Where, are we, where should we go? Yeah. Oh, we want to go to McDonald's. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, that uh, Happy Meal invention shifted, uh, you know, uh, culture. Yeah. Not only... In the toy space, but also in the restaurant space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where they started catering more towards kids more so towards they could kids. get yeah. that, whatever you want to say. And I read an article that uh, they, actually, they actually stopped making or including toys uh, with Happy Meal from, nine, from 2025. I think they'll only be including things like books and... Uh, all the learning stuff, but the plastic toys, the might. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are doing away with that. I can kind which, of see that. Which I think uh, it's uh, it's a bad idea. I mean, I, I I enjoy collecting those those toys. Yeah, well, and that's the thing because there are collectors out there that have been collecting those toys for yeah. years and years and years. And the nice thing is, you can actually go there and buy toys separately. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes. Oh, trust me, I understand that's that nice. one too much. <laughs> Do, do you know which which company makes those toys? Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. I'm not sure who. Uh, I know the name of the company. I just forgot it now. I was just thinking I was, that. I was, I was looking for it the other day. I'll, I'll remember as, as we go along. Oh, there was time. Since yeah. this we're, we're talking about this, this goes along with it. There was a time when I was a manager of a Burger King. Nice. And Burger King, yeah. also competing with McDonald's, had yes. their own version of the kids' meal type of a thing. <laughs> yeah, did they have with toys? With toys. Yes, with oh, toys. Yeah. yeah. Back when they restarted the Star Wars, yes. right? And oh, they yeah. st- they start they Around did the, the, the first three. Yeah. No, no. When they restarted it. So they, oh, they did the renewal, yeah. and then they started the three, um, the three that introduced Anakin yeah. before he was Darth Vader. Yeah. All right. So before that, so when they started doing that, they did like a whole series. 
And so there was, uh, I remember it because there was a series of them and, and everything. And people would come in just to buy the toys. Nice. And they would buy. <laughs> and it's because if you got a complete set of them, you could sell them online for a lot of money. But why did they stop that? Why did they stop that? Or is it still going on? I wouldn't be surprised if it's still going on. I don't know about here in South Africa if it's going on. Yeah, I'm not sure about here in South Africa. because but in the U.S., yeah, I can easily see it it's still going, yeah. That's very interesting. I think this is also a concept that yeah, we can sell to other restaurants. Mm, it's true. Because kids, kids love toys. Yes, they do. I mean, even adults love toys, but kids more especially. Yep. You know, and knowing that when you go to this particular restaurant, they have something these exciting toys. You know, not just any toys, but exciting toys. Well, and think about it. And when they when they were doing this, and I don't know if they're still doing it, but I, like I said, I could be wrong. But each set of toys and whatnot usually went along with something that was going on in that time. Mm-hmm. Like for a long time, there was, you know, little cars and stuff. Yes. Oh, okay. So a lot of the kids had like car things. Yeah. Or, or like I said, this example, Star Wars. Star Wars was going on. You know, um, Transformers. When Transformers was big, they had Transformers. No, Star Wars, Transformers, He-Man. They launched a lot of toy companies. And, and just think about that. If you went to a company mm-hmm. and you talked about it and you said, okay, if we did this toy, something that maybe might be more regionally yeah. uh, accepted, like here in South Africa, you know, it could be big business. It could be. Now, imagine having that mm-hmm. for a retail giant or restaurant giant like uh, KFC yeah. or Chicken Licking. Yeah. Because those are popular. Well, here, yes, yes, yeah. that's for sure. Those are popular. What's the equivalent of uh, KFC in the U.S.? No, KFC comes from the U.S. I know it comes from <laughs> the U.S., but in terms of uh, popularity, popularity—it's probably still KFC because it's 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 not super spicy or anything like yeah. that. So it's it's very mild. It's easy for people. Because here, uh, Nando's comes from here. Yep. And chicken licking. And chicken licking. But KFC is still US. the dominant player. Yeah. You know. Now, I was wondering if it's the same in the US or is it uh, there is Burger a, King or... Well, if you're looking for KFC, KFC, yeah. so if you're going along the lines of chicken and that type of thing, yeah. KFC is still pretty big in the yeah. fast food side of things. Yeah. If you went to something else... Um, They've gone to a lot of like delis and whatnot, which serve different yeah. types of chicken yeah. and whatnot in the U.S. Um, there's one called Jason's Deli, which mm-hmm. is is pretty popular yeah. <clears throat> because it's it's healthy, but then they also have chicken, so mm-hmm. so you can get very healthy things to go along with it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, if you went with um, so like, why well, I always comment like uh, to my wife and everything. Uh, chicken licking here is like Popeyes in the U.S. I was about to ask because I know Popeyes is quite popular in the U.S. as well. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple here in South yeah. Africa, but and they're they are, actually they, pretty they, close. They um, they haven't taken off yet. Here, I think they're yeah. still new. They're still relatively new. I've only yeah. seen it. I, I know they're in Santin, um, and there's one 
I'm trying to remember where that was. It was towards like 14th uh, Rudaport area. Yeah. There's one close to there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I've had theirs. And the, the food is pretty close. Yeah, to what? Uh, to, to the U.S. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the reason why I'm like, yes, Popeyes. The nice. other thing I like about it yeah. is, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but um, chicken licking here is salty. Very, very salty. <laughs> very salty. So yeah. it has the spice, but it's very salty. <laughs> yeah. If you want the spice without the salt, you yeah. go to Popeyes. Ah. Popeyes, oh. they're not super salty there. They're very good. Yeah, chicken here, chicken licking here is drenched in salty. Yeah, it's like yeah. They, they, they dip it in salt for a long time and then they, they add the other seasonings and you, cook it up. You would swear it was uh, made by Lot's wife. <laughs> 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 Anyways, we're getting off subject now. We're already into food. Sorry about that, guys. Let's go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, we were at number six, eh? Uh, uh, I think so, Bob, yeah. Bob Bernstein. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the the creator of the Happy Meal. Yes. So now, next. Number seven, we okay. have a very interesting uh, gentleman, which uh, I like uh, very much. His name is uh, Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson. Yeah, okay. He's, uh, uh, African American. Okay. And uh, he used to work for NASA. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he was born on the sixth of October, nineteen forty-nine, mm-hmm. in Alabama. So it's almost his birthday. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday in advance. And uh, he's an inventor, uh, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. an aerospace engineer. Yes. Now he is famously known for inventing the super soaker. Oh, the super soaker. In 1989. He's the one that created the super soaker. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Many, many fun times with that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And it's actually one of the biggest selling toys in the world. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, everybody loves squirt guns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super soaker just took it to the next level. (laughs) Took a squirt gun and made it better. So he used his knowledge. he He was in the army as well. Okay. So he uses knowledge, you know, of um, how the guns work and stuff. And thought, you know what, let me create a toy that is harmless using the same Same methods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, very cool. And and it actually worked because the Super Soaker is popular. Oh, it is. Yes. And it's one of the biggest selling toys, but for good reason. Yeah. That thing is well engineered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember many a day yeah. playing with those, <laughs> especially on hot days. On Very hot good. Days. Yes, yes. And it's still quite popular in the U.S. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's I'm still sure. quite popular in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Each year, you know, during summer, you'd find people playing using the Super Soaker. Yep. Super Soaker, yeah. water balloons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he also created the Nerf gun. Okay, there yeah. we go. Here's so the, the guy that made the Nerf balls and then the guy that made the Nerf, Nerf guns. Nerf gun, yeah. There we go. So uh, I think I think he probably uh, saw the success of the Nerf balls. Yes. And thought, why not bring the same kind of thinking into the guns, the Super Soaker, because not everyone wants to play with the water guns. It wants to get wet. It wants to get Cause, wet. Because, I mean, you know? if you if you go during some times when it's yeah. a little bit colder, yeah. at least if you have the Nerf guns, it's yeah. not so bad. Yeah. yeah. Now, what I like about uh, this gentleman here is showing us that 
you can use your knowledge and your skills and your God-given talent to create something fun. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, for, for basically everyone yeah. or members of the society. Just like um, what Ryan uh, did with the Winslow learning. Yeah. Because he had challenges learning uh, when he was growing up. So we thought, why not help kids yeah. who are struggling with the same disabilities? Improve it had. for them. Improve it for them. Yeah. You and, know? And, yeah. and that's kind of the way most parents think. I mean, they want to improve it for yes. their children so their yes. children don't struggle as much as they did. Yeah, but you'd find that they don't have a solution. It's true. Because if you've never suffered, you know, the same thing as that kid... You wouldn't know how to help exactly, help him or her, you know. Yeah. But because he's been there, he knew exactly how to to help that kid. It's true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Very interesting. Eh? I yeah. like uh, Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson. All right. Yeah. And um, oh, by the way, the Super Soaker is also inducted into the. Oh, uh, I believe it. Oh, Toys yeah. Toys Hall of Fame. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now. Let's get to number eight. Okay. Number eight, we have Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yes. Okay. Jack Ryan was born on the 12th of November, 1926, and uh, passed on on the 13th of August, 1991. Oh, wow. And okay. What, what is he famous for? I huh. have no idea. Let's check. <laughs> <laughs> well, he worked for Mattel. Okay, Mattel. For, yeah, over 20 years. Hmm. Now, this is the guy who invented Barbie doll. Ah, okay. Yes. He also invented the Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels, yep. And he also invented Chetty Cathy. Okay. Now, when I saw this, I was, I was quite fascinated because... You know, who who would think that a guy can, you know, come up with the concept to create a doll that then shifts popular culture and becomes quite f- popular and famous? Oh, yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Barbie is everywhere. Barbie is everywhere. And, you know, Jack at that time had to come up with something. Yeah. That would grab uh, the, the the girls because it was at the time where uh, the Star Wars um, were popular, so they had to come up with the equivalent of action figures. They did, and you think about it, because usually most dolls, I mean, it was like. Dolls, dolls, like porcelain, yeah. yes, everything, porcelain, yeah. everything yeah. like that. So then yeah. he went plastic. Yes. He also did it posable. They were kind yeah. of posable, some of the dolls. And they could, they could uh, you know, bend. They could uh, uh, do all sorts of things. Yes. And they could get dressed. Yep. Because doll, dolls have been around for the longest time. And usually they had just one outfit. They had just one outfit and many of them were ugly. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. But uh, Barbie took it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it shifted the, the whole 
doll culture and, and popular culture. And I mean, Barbie is famous to this day. Oh, yes. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah. Movies, TV shows. Everywhere. 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 And Hot Wheels, man. Hot Wheels. Oh, yeah. I once had Hot Wheels. Yeah. Well, and those cars are still expensive. Those <laughs> die cars are still expensive. True. True. Yeah. Ah, I should just bring some from uh, from the U.S. next time. <laughs> yeah, please do. Eh? <laughs> and they're, they're, they're still popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as there's little boys out there, yeah, yeah. they're going to want to play with cars. Yeah. Anywhere from the little cars to the big cars. I also like like collecting them. Ah. They make nice decorations. They do have some, yeah. Yeah, and you can put one on your desk, and when you're a bit stressed, you can just play around with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. <laughs> now, um, yeah, it's very interesting, eh? Mm. About uh, Jack Ryan. Yes. And the last but not least, or oh, the second before last. Second before last, yeah, yeah. there's ten. <laughs> yeah, number nine. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Marx. Lewis Marx. Yeah. Okay. Lewis Marx, uh, we cannot really attribute a particular toy that became famous to him. Okay. But I had to put him on the list because in 1937, October, okay. he was declared the toy king of the world. Ah, okay. So this is this is a guy who was a toy businessman, toy entrepreneur, manufacturer, manufacturer. In fact, he had uh, twelve factories mm. that were manufacturing toys. So he specialized in all sorts of toys. Mm. You know, uh, born in eighteen ninety six on the eleventh of August. Okay, and he died uh, on the fifth of Feb, nineteen eighty two. But this was uh, a guy who took the toy business to the next game. Yeah. To the next level. Well, worldwide, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> worldwide, you know. Mm. Because why, why did I include him uh, under the list of toy inventors? Toy inventors have a story behind them. Yes. You know, and their inventions. Although he, he may have invented something, which probably never became famous. Yeah. But for the fact that he took the toy business to a whole different level. Yeah. So he made it popular. Yeah. <laughs> because to toys have always focused on the niche. It's true. On the niche market, you know. So he, he, he just played the game very well. Imagine having 12 factories. Well, imagine being known toys. as the... As the toy king of the world. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I had to include this uh, gentleman. Uh, we can let, learn a lot from him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the last one. By the way, there's a whole lot of uh, toy inventors that uh, we left out. Because, uh, I mean, we... We would spend all day. We would spend all day. <laughs> so maybe we can do a part two yeah. of this. Yeah. But the last one, uh, I had to save, you know, the best for last. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his name is Eno Rubik. Rubik. Rubik's Cube. Yes. He was born on the 13th of July, 1944 in Budapest. Hungary. Okay. 
and he is the man that invented the Rubik's Cube. Which is still alive and going today, and many different variations of it, too. The Rubik's Cube is the biggest selling toy in the world. I believe that, yeah. Yeah, the biggest selling toy in the world. Well, everybody knows it just from sight. They yeah. see it, and they're like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. There's actually a, a documentary on Netflix Oh. Yeah, called Speed Cubas. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, people who get, oh, yeah. some people are crazy fast at that. Here's a funny story. When he invented the Rubik's Cube, in fact, he he did it. He he did it as an educational tool. Yeah. Because he's a, he's an educator by profession. He's yeah. not a, a toy designer. And sometimes you create something out of pure love mm. or with one intention, and then it lands. On the hands of another person who would then see it differently. Yes. And then, you know, take it to a different level. Exactly. And before you know it, your invention has a life of its own. Yep. You know? So this is the case with the Rubik's Cube. I mean, it's, uh, it's the, the most popular and the biggest selling toy in the world. And it has shifted modern culture. Oh, I'm sure. I'm you sure. You, you, you have tournaments, you have societies you have i mean the game alone has sold sold over 400 million units oh yeah i could easily see that yeah i mean i've owned several several different rubik's cubes yeah just yeah. because it's a rubik's cube how, how could i get solving <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for another day <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to laugh at how bad i am yes you may <clears throat> you know when when he when he uh, created the rubik's cube it took him a month to actually solve it. He couldn't even solve his own creation, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, but it makes sense. I mean, yeah. yeah. And since then, I mean, the Rubik's Cube has taken a life of its own. You know, you have uh, documentaries, you have tournaments, yeah. you have, I mean, I even wrote a blog about the Rubik's Cube a while huh. back. There was a kid that uh, was gifted the Rubik's Cube. So the family was on a holiday. Yeah. And they were on a skiing holiday. So this kid got injured. Okay. So he had to stay behind when they were going out skiing. Yeah. So they then gave him a Rubik's Cube just to keep him busy. Yeah. And, you know, he fell in love with this cube and managed to solve it. So he ended up practicing and practicing and practicing. So the more he solved it, the faster he became mm. at, at, at doing that. As a result, he ended up writing a book to okay. help other people to solve it. Okay. You know, which is very, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mm. mean, uh, we can talk the whole day about the Rubik's Cube. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite uh, Topics. toys as well. <laughs> yeah. And I have a couple at home. In fact, I've, I've gifted people with the Rubik's Cube uh, a few times. I think I still have one. I don't know if I brought it with me or not. Yeah. Just the one of the mini ones, the little ones. Yeah. 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 No, I have one um, at home. There's always one uh, on my desk. Uh, uh. Whenever I'm stressed, I... Uh, 
uh, play play around with it. Well, and you got to think about it. I mean, in a way, that's that's actually a really good de-stressor because you're you're focusing on something else, getting your mind off of whatever it is that's true. stressing you out. True, true. Yeah, that's all we have for today. All right. Yeah, and uh, I think this deserves a part two. Eh? Yeah, we'll probably have to find some more people. There, there, there is a whole, a whole <coughs> list of uh, other people. It's yes. Just that I had to make sure that. Uh, we talk about the significant we, ones at least right now. Yes, you know. Well, others are significant as well, but then we'd have to spend a whole day. We would. We you would. Know, because, uh, you know, the the toys have a life of its own. Yes. Ah, own. Everything takes a life of its own if, you just, if it just has enough time to do it. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for today. All and right. yeah, we have more interesting topics that we'll talk about on the next one. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, right. man. Talk to you later. Bye. Cool, man.